This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is Friday, October 15th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Pumped up about a fun podcast and another weekend of college football. Week 7 is upon us. We've got some fun football on tap, including tonight. Clemson goes to the Carrier Dome. Tough place to play. Clemson's a 14-point favorite. I don't really buy that. Anyway, uh, we've got we've got some picks to make on this podcast with Josh Ayler, 24-7 sports co-worker of mine. Used to be on the 24-7 sports college football show with him. It was a long time ago, presented by... Dr. Pepper and Barton Simmons, who's now Vanderbilt's GM, was on the show as well. We had a lot of fun together back then. Josh is just an absolute Kentucky Wildcat super fan, and his program being 6-0 and with a Game of the Week trip to Georgia, it's it's cause for celebration. It's cause for a long conversation with him about his Kates and, and everything else that goes with it. Josh is also an accomplished sports better who hits on a lot of different crackpot parlays, so we had to have him on to, to pick the best week seven games that we could find on the year i'm three and five or sorry on the year i'm 13 and five against the spread with three straight no two straight two and one weeks would have gone three and oh last week if uh texas had just pushed the three against oklahoma but you all watched how that that game went down woulda coulda shoulda but feeling pretty good and so we'll give out picks this week for tcu versus Oklahoma, for Kentucky, versus Georgia, and for Pitt, versus Virginia Tech. We're also going to talk about Ole Miss and Tennessee and Texas and Oklahoma State. So it's a fun conversation. On the other side, Josh Ayler. Okay, Josh Ayler joins us right now. Josh, if this game was in Lexington and game day was there instead, who do you think would be the guest picker? Is Ashley Judd a Kentucky football fan? Oh, that's a good question. Um, You know what? That's a, um, Anthony Davis? No, you know, I w- I would probably say Kevin Richardson. I know this is really weird. Who's Kevin that? Richardson from the uh, Backstreet Boys. He's a huge Kentucky guy, uh, Kentucky fan. He'd probably be up there. Um, yeah, maybe an ex uh, ball player you know, like Tim Couch, Rex Chapman, maybe you know somewhere in there. You're grasping for for names, which I think really underscores how big of a deal it is that Kentucky is six and zero. And number 11 in the AP poll, right? Well, I mean, they've only, well, yeah. I mean, we're like in uncharted territory for sure. Um, but like, <laughs> they've only ho- hosted game day once ever. I mean, that was 2007 when they, uh, you know, hosted Florida and Tim Tebow and that team. So, and I don't even remember who the guest picker was then. But uh, I mean, yeah, you just want, I mean, so you only get so many chances. So you want that guy. But anyways, yeah, I just, this is unbelievable i was listening to you know to a kentucky radio station this morning and they're talking <laughs> playoff scenarios right playoff scenarios and it's nuts big blue madness midnight madness whatever you want to call it is friday for kentucky basketball and nobody's talking about it nobody it's like i even forgot it was coming on so i mean big blue nation's 
definitely, definitely paying attention to football this year. So <laughs> needless to say. So do you even know the names like the basketball players? Like, I don't need you to name them, but you guys are just, uh, it's just football. Uh, yeah. You don't I know mean, what to do with yourself. Well, you know, coming off, coming off a non-win season of basketball, you know, no, I couldn't. I couldn't name everybody. Um, there's a lot of turnover. Well, there's always a lot of turnover, but uh, a lot of new transfers, stuff like that. So, um, no. But, uh, yeah, it's just – it's Kentucky basketball on the back burner. You know, nobody's really talking about it. Nobody's thinking about it. So, it's wild. How do you feel about this Kentucky-Georgia game? What, what concerns <sighs> you the most about the dogs? We'll pick the game in a second. It's a 22-and-a-half-point spread, which I think is a lot. But when you stay awake at night – and it's like three in the morning and you're just worried about this game, what sequence is going through your head the most? I mean, what worries me? Everything. They're loaded. They're they're incredible. They're I mean, they're speed, defense, size. I mean, it's incredible. It's just Kentucky has to play a perfect game. And I still don't even think that's that might not be enough, right? You know, the offensive line's gotta be perfect. Levis has to be perfect. It's just, you know, it, a lot of things have to happen for Kentucky to even have a chance in this game. So, I mean, to me, like Georgia, like I love Georgia coming in the season, you know, pat, you know, not to pat myself on the back, preseason pick for national championship, got it in on sports book plus 800. But, you know, needless to say, I thought the difference with them this year coming into the year would be JT Daniels. And they're playing with Adam right now and they're still killing people. It just, you know, Bennett's been a great, addition he's played pretty well Surprisingly, he's actually huh i've I, yeah I'm, man dude when when jt daniels was announced <clears throat> out for that arkansas game i uh i'm in a pool and i had georgia minus yeah. the 19 and i was like hey switch it i think arkansas is going to cover that with stetson bennett because last year when we saw stetson it was it was bad in almost a way that i felt sorry for him right i was like this isn't his fault he wasn't supposed to be the guy um but he's been so different this year yeah, and he's, you know, surprisingly, he's pretty good running the ball, too. He's done some pretty good scrambles. You know, last week against Auburn, he did it, too. So he's been really good. And But, you know, I I thought JT Daniels would be the difference maker for that team, and it turns out they don't even really need him. So, and they're still killing people. Now, you know, you could argue, I don't know. I've seen some people say, well, they haven't really played anybody. I disagree. I mean, but they've looked fantastic and clearly the best team in the country to me. Who has to be the best player for Kentucky on Saturday? Wandale, Will, Levis, someone on defense? I, I think it has to be Will Levis. Has to be Will Levis. You know, in the Florida game, he looked really shaky. In, kind of in the South Carolina game, too. He looked uncomfortable in the pocket. And the biggest difference to me this time against LSU when they played LSU was his confidence. He looked more confident. He wasn't, like, feeling, you know, feeling like he was going to have to rush the pass. He was just back there, step, you know, and it, I don't know if it has anything to do with, you know, Florida versus LSU's talent on the field. LSU's got talent on the field, but he just looked more comfortable. And I think if he's able to do that and settle down a little bit, I mean, maybe, I mean, but I think it's got to be him for Kentucky to have a chance. I think you're being a little bit hard. I think you're a little being, being a little bit uh, downer about this. Let, let's pick it. I've got Kentucky covering the 22 and a half, Josh. I think that's too many points. One thing I want to point out is a, uh, I have two things I want to point out, and they might not mean anything or they, they might mean something. First off, will there be any big game fatigue in Athens? Do you think I have a valid theory there? They were just there for game day. They just got hyped up for Arkansas. I know it's the CBS game of the week. It's a 3.30 kickoff. And no offense, no, no offense at all, because it's the number 11 team in the country. 
there is no LSU on the side of their helmet. You know, there's no, yeah, there's no Alabama. Like, is the crowd going to be as hyped as we think it will be? I, I mean, I think so because, like, you know, this is the first week they're number one in the country. They're on, you know, it's the game of the week on CBS. Um, everybody's there's really not any. I mean, Texas, Oklahoma State, and then you know some other games, um, Pitt, Virginia Tech, or whatever. But I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky, Georgia's. You know, a lot of people are going to be. Well, I think, yeah, I think they will be. You know, okay. I'll say this: Kirby Smart. I mean, he's come out and said it before. You know, Kentucky's a really physical team, and they've had really good battles with Georgia. I mean, it may not show on the scoreboard, but Kentucky usually plays them pretty tough. I mean, not always, but it's you know, Kentucky's upset them a few times uh, here and there over the last twenty years. So, and I mean, Georgia's always got superior talent, but the scoreboard might not show up, but. Yeah, Kentucky sometimes hangs in there too. So, well, okay, that that was kind of a point. The other point is, and I know Kentucky has played LSU and they've played Florida in back to back weeks. I would argue Georgia's played the more physical stretch with Auburn and then with Arkansas before that. I think sure. the injury report bears that out. I know both of these teams are great against the spread. Kentucky's five and one, Georgia's five and one. I just think we've gotten to the point now, twenty two and a half. I think it's overdoing it a little bit for Georgia. We're still, you know, people are still talking about that week one win over Clemson. I don't think Clemson's very good. I, I think, I think Kentucky three touchdowns even covers it. So I, I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to get Wandale in space. I think they're going to, you got, you got the same pick. I just, I just think like Stetson Bennett's, he's been a great story and he's clearly a good quarterback and maybe he's the guy the rest of the way, but I don't think they're beating Kentucky by 23 points. You know, I, one more thing that worries me about this game is Kentucky's missing two players on the defensive line. Octavius Oxendine, who went out last week, he's out for the year. Big game against LSU last week. And then uh, Marquand McCall, who's been a stud for Kentucky up front. So they're missing two big guys. They got Justin Rogers in there, and he's been playing pretty well. And then, of course, they got, uh, oh, gosh, Josh Pascal. I uh, almost forgot his name. Uh, Pascal's in there, who's, you know, who had a monster game or monster game two last, or the last two weeks. I am a little worried about uh, Kentucky's depth on the uh, defensive line, especially with Georgia's run game, because, of course, that's what they do, do really well in their offensive line. So that does worry me a little bit, obviously. I mean, there's a lot to worry about again, but still, it's a major concern for Kentucky. What's your pick? Oh, well, uh, I mean, I like Kentucky to cover the game, for sure, uh, cover the spread. I mean, I got to go with Georgia, clearly the best team in the country. But, uh, yeah, I like Kentucky to hopefully keep it close. I Keep keep it under three touchdowns. So yeah, if that's close. I think it's going to happen. Let's 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 talk about a few more games. All right. Okay. Pitt at Virginia Tech. This is at three thirty Eastern on ESPN two. This is for uh, early poll position in the Coastal Division. I don't know how much you keep up with the ACC standings, Josh, but they're both one and zero in the ACC. Pitt's a four and a half point favorite. You're pretty good sports better. I'm not asking for like a, a massive breakdown. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've got Pitt covering that, even though it's on the road. I think Virginia Tech is a, a disappointment week after week. Uh, they have a top 40 defense, but an offense in the 100s. I don't see Braxton Burmeister keeping up with Kenny Pickett. Pitt's had an easy few weeks since they lost to a MAC team. I think they know what's on the line here. I'm a little torn on this game. If this game was played at night, you know, that place is tough to play at, uh, Virginia Tech. I don't know. I mean, I've seen, you know, of course they beat North Carolina. North Carolina's turned to, you know, big disappointment. And then Pitt's gone to, you know, we saw Pitt beat Tennessee and Knoxville. I mean, that's a good, that's a good win in hindsight too. 
Absolutely. I mean, but like, could Pitt still beat them to what Tennessee is today? I don't know. I mean, maybe we talk about Tennessee and then I don't know. It's still, it's a good win, but they turned around and they lost to what? Western Carolina the next week? Is that, or no, Carolina, uh, Western Michigan, that? sorry. Uh, Western Michigan. Yeah. So, and this, and this line opened up at six or six and a half. I think it was six. It's dropped down to four and a half. Pitt is, Pitt's still favored. Yeah. I, I'd probably go with Pitt too, went out right. But I, I think you, it'll be a pretty good competitive game. You think Pitt will win? just not sure on yeah. the spread. So you can yeah, maybe yeah. like do a money line parlay. I know you do those a lot. You like maybe throw Pitt in there. Yeah, I'm a big sucker for parlays. All right, I can't figure this one out, but it's on my docket here as a game to pick for the college football daily. I wouldn't play it personally. TCU plus 13 and a half at Oklahoma, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. These teams are both horrible against the spread. 13 and a half is way too many points. I can see TCU winning this game, but I could also see Oklahoma massacring TCU. This whole Caleb Williams situation, I don't know how it affects the team positively or negatively. Again, the Sooners are bad against the spread. I don't really trust Lincoln Riley to blow anybody out right now. But, I mean, TCU's acting like it might not have its starting quarterback or its starting running back for the game. Yeah. I think that's just gamesmanship by Gary Patterson. He's done it before, before big games. I don't know. Help yeah. me with this. Yeah. I have to make an official. Well, he hit. never, he never, he never ruled them out. He just said they're questionable. Yeah, I don't know. But like, here's the thing: Oklahoma looks really good with Williams in there. You were at the game last week. Let me uh, ask you this question. Uh, no, 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 no. When, no, when they idea. made the when they made the switch, when Rattler went out and sat on the bench, and they brought Williams in. Did you start feeling that the momentum switch? Because I look, yeah, I was flipping I was, back. Look, look, Texas wins that game if Spencer Rattler stays in. Right. But I mean, he's looked so good too. Uh, I mean, I was flipping back and forth between Ole Miss, Arkansas, and uh, Texas, Oklahoma game. But yeah, he looks, I don't know. I, see, I, I think they do cover the spread here. I think that this Ooh. is kind of like that kick in the pants type. You know, they came back and won against their biggest rival, you know, and I think they're fired up and they're rolling. And I actually do. I think they're going to start. I think this is like from here and, you know, from here on, this is where you're going to see Oklahoma start to roll. And yeah, they flirted with disaster, but I think they're going to be one of the four teams when it's all said and done. I'll do that with you, Josh. I'm going to do that with you. It's a lot. I will probably at some point regret myself or regret of thinking Lincoln Riley is going to beat somebody by two touchdowns. He's just NFL style at this point. Like I'll win by seven or I'll win by three. But yeah, I mean, Caleb Williams, he got Marvin Mims, that receiver. He's confident now. He balled out on Saturday. I looked at pro football focus scores for TCU's defensive backs. They got one or two good guys, but the rest are, they're going to not play the ball as, as poorly as Texas did. So yeah, let's, let's do Oklahoma on that. Um, what, yeah, what could I, go wrong? I love Oklahoma there. So maybe wrong, but I, I love, love it. Them. So, I, I told you, I texted you. I said, I'm going to have a few others for you to talk about. Uh, I well, don't want to do back-to-back uh, think, 12. So give me, give me your next one. I think we got to talk Tennessee Ole Miss. Lane's coming to, back to Knoxville first time since he left. And I live in Tennessee. You live in Tennessee. And ball, it's ball crazy, crazy. And I remember that whole, when the whole thing with Lane leaving in the middle of the night, basically, and it was like January and – I, I guess it kind of set them back a little bit because that's when they had to go get Dooley because they didn't really have a whole lot of choices. And they got Dooley and then Dooley thing happened and then we've gone from, you know, the butch and stuff like that. So they haven't really ever rebounded from that moment. So that's like one, and, and, you know, there's a landfill named uh, for Lane Kiffin there. And uh, I think Tennessee fans have kind of... Oh, a landfill. <laughs> a landfill, yeah. Like uh, they named, Yeah. I think Tennessee fans have kind of softened up on them on him a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, um, no, I think they but, like him now. 
Yeah, I think they do too, in a way. I think he's still going to get booed when he rolls in uh, Saturday night. But yeah, I think there's like there's a lot of things going on in this game. And not to mention, Tennessee is on fire right now. You know, and it's funny, I, I actually wrote this down in my notes, is the week Florida played Kentucky, of course, you know, Todd Grantham for Florida, the defensive coordinator, it was at a press conference. And he kind of, uh, I've got the quote right here. What do he say? Todd Grantham about Tennessee's offense and their explosion. It's much more difficult challenge than, say, last week. He's talking about Kentucky's offense versus Tennessee the week prior, right? So he's substituting so, someone. Yeah. Yeah. He was basically saying Tennessee's bad. And then ever since that, after the Florida game, they've been destroying people. They destroyed Missouri. Now, Missouri's not that good. I get it. They destroyed South Carolina. South Carolina, I get it. But their offense didn't look like that the week up, you know, before, before that against whoever. So it's, they're starting to get it going. And Ole Miss's defense isn't good that I can see. So I think we're going to probably see another shootout. I don't know if it'll be just like the Ole Miss Arkansas game, but I think, you know, it's got potential for sure. The total is 82. That that feels a little high to me. Um, Tennessee's a two and a half point home oh, no. dog. Look, I, I want to I, I want to take Tennessee because the Ole Miss has just had a really tough stretch. I know they won last week, but they, they've been taxed physically, mentally, emotionally. Right. However, Josh, how many times have we seen that big Tennessee game go up in smoke since you mentioned Lane Kiffin left? So I don't know. No, and I, you know what? I'm not going to pick Tennessee either. I think it could. I think it's just going to be, you know, a good game. I think it should be a good game. But Matt Corral, to me, I think is totally different conversation. I think he's the Heisman Trophy pick for right now. I don't know who oh. else you would pick. Yeah, my, if I had a, if I had a, oh, he's pretty good. Um, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. But like, uh, why, <laughs> why, why can't he win it? Right? Why can't he be a serious contender? Like, I, I love him. I think he's incredible. So. I can't pick against Tim. It's crazy. If Ole Miss just had a little bit better defense. How good, you know, how good would they be? So, um, but I like old. I like Ole Miss here. I forget what the spread is. So two and a half. Um, two and a half. So yeah, I love Ole Miss. So last one. It's week seven's not the best slate, but you have the big afternoon game. I'll be watching. I'll be watching in the morning. Oklahoma State at Texas. Arch Manning will be there. Josh, five and a half point Ooh. favorites. The Longhorns are. Ooh. Team me up here, like like give me give me upset about something. Like what well, what's is the what do you think here? First of all, before we get into that, is the minister of culture going to be there showing Arch around? I was talking to my mom about Matthew McConaughey last week. I haven't seen him at a game yet. I wonder if he's laying oh. low for his as a gubernatorial run. Did I say that word right? I don't know. I the rumor <laughs> is he's going to run for governor, right? I haven't seen him at oh, any of the wow. games. He's in the intro for wow. college game day. Did you notice that? He's like in the intro, but I haven't seen him at any games. Okay. Interesting. Well, maybe maybe you ought to get him there. You know, I, I like Texas coming back home against Oklahoma State. I you know, I don't I'm not really sure what to make Oklahoma State. I know they're undefeated. It's the weirdest version of Oklahoma State I've ever seen. They can't play any offense, but they have an elite defense. Yeah, it's it's definitely goes against the, the laws of Big Twelve. Yeah, I, I, I like Texas. I you look Texas looked. I thought Texas looked pretty good last week too. So it might be a little bit of a hangover game, but I think I think you got to go Texas. I think they're clearly the better team, and uh, I think your boy Sark will uh, will get their heads into the game. You think he's pretty? I, I think he's pretty good I like too. I, I I will say though, I think Oklahoma State's going to cover the five and a half. Texas's run defense is the worst among all Power Five teams. I think it's like 
one, there's one metric, Josh, that has it 125th, and that's really the only thing Oklahoma State can do offensively. I think Texas. I think Texas will score enough to win. I don't know if they score enough to cover the heart, the hangover heartbreak game. That's a tough one. And as a Kentucky basketball fan, you know all about that. Your your heartbreaks are like they happen in March, so you have to wait a long time. Football well, season, it's like you have only six days. Well, let me say, I've seen a lot of heartbreak games, Kentucky football too. I mean, I was at the LSU Hell Mary, whatever they call it, the Miracle Bluegrass Miracle, yeah, Bluegrass Miracle. I was there, so I've seen. I've seen a lot of bad Kentucky losses to Florida, Tennessee. So I've seen a I've seen a lot of heartbreak in the fall too. So don't. Uh, yeah. But yeah, definitely in basketball as well. It's, but, <laughs> it's tough to bounce back from them. But yeah, let's see. So maybe your best money line parlay then would be Texas. It would be Ole Miss. It would be Virginia or Pitt. I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough. The games have gotten tougher. I think Josh, the tougher to bet. Even like Absolutely. Tuesday nights, I tried Appalachian State, Louisiana. I just like got my butt kicked. So I wanted to go. Everyone was going to Louisiana. I was like, I'm going to go different. Uh, it wasn't even close. So we'll, uh, yeah. we'll wrap no, this up. You. My producer, Lance Glenn, is going to be like mad at me that it, this went so long. But this was this was good, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm rooting for Kentucky. I usually don't root for the teams of my friends because like you, who wants to see your – you know, you do that too, right? We don't really root yeah, for Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we don't want to see them happy, but I'm rooting for you. I'm As a Kentucky you. fan, I cannot root for Tennessee now. But no, I mean, look, win or lose, I look, I'm, I can't be more happy, more excited, you know, where the program is today. A little worried now from, you know, this is a do- totally different show, like, you know, a bigger program coming after Stoops after what he's done at Kentucky, but could not. I mean, we're in this position. We're going to a, a meaningful football game for the SEC East, I guess, Saturday in, you know, late October, mid-October, whatever it is. So I, yeah, I'm excited. So, uh, you know, that's about all I can really say. Enjoy it. Get your bourbon ready. That was a 25 minute state of the Cates with Josh Ayler. Talk to you later, Josh. All right, Trey. Thanks, buddy. All right. Love talking to Josh. Haven't seen that guy in a long, long time. So maybe we'll get some beers soon, Josh. I want to go like a weeknight, like a maction, like a Wednesday night maction. I feel like I'm kind of booked on Fridays and Saturdays now. I don't think I don't think it's as easy to hang out on those days as it used to be. But like a Wednesday night Toledo versus Ball State game would be, I think, a lot of fun. A good excuse to get out of the house. Our producer is Lance Glenn. Good luck to Rutgers this week in Lance. I think they're playing. Not sure. Let's look. Quickly, can I type? Yeah, Rutgers plays Northwestern. Actually, uh, I have a, a friend on the Northwestern staff, so I'm going to go to Northwestern. Sorry, Lance. My name is Trey Scott. Have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you on Monday with winners and losers of Week 7. Thank you for listening to the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey.